At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A warmer, friendly low. Welcome to Lovely Las Vegas. For Jessica Soups with myself, Craig Spears. And now part of the Beast Family Podcast. And we've got a tremendous podcast for you as we're going to be taking a look at all the news and also we wound up getting in college basketball in the second segment over the last few days. And here in the first segment, going to be chatting about what we are seeing with teams that still have moving parts. And, oh, it's not a good thing if you've got a favorite team that you wind up rooting for, whether you're an alma mater, whether you have futures on them, what have you, that they do wind up getting mentioned in the news and notes of college basketball because typically that's not necessarily a good sign. I'll be diving into that, and if you ever do have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to find those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GNNR41. Keep in mind, Lurzium, naming does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Big reason why you don't want teams mentioned here, by the way. No guests today. We will be having a guest once again tomorrow. Wound up having a little bit of a longer show today on VSIN, so figured I would dive into this little bit of a topic. But reason why you don't want to be listed here in the final segment in terms of news and notes is that we have just seen in the past teams with a lot of player movement. When it comes to the latter part of the season, they're just unable to build a lot of chemistry. Now, what I will say is that teams that wind up having late coaching moves have actually not done so bad in recent years. We remember Wichita State, what happened with the Greg Marshall ordeal. They were able to make the NCAA tournament after wind up having all that go down in 2021. And then when there was more chemistry this past season, they were unable to. Chris Victor, he did a very solid job at Seattle as Jim Hayford. He was canned just before the season. Texas State, they had a little bit of a tumultuous ordeal and all those coaching firings wound up happening either in the very, very late summer or literally in the case of Seattle and Wichita State weeks before the season and they were able to find their way. But you just notice with a lot of these teams that they wound up having a late player movement last season. It didn't necessarily wind up going well for them. You take Louisville, for instance. They wound up having a guard wind up coming in by the name of Mason Faulkner. You figured that he was going to be a little bit of a ball knob and a guy and he was number two on the team in terms of assists. That did not wind up being able to materialize. Now, you had other t- things at work. Chris Mack wound up being suspended the first couple games of the season as well, so that was a little bit of a calamity, but I ain't looking no further than Marcus Carr as well. 
he wanted going into Texas late, and I wound up having to downgrade Texas after they wound up bringing him in because I didn't think that it was a good fit for that team. Texas, it felt like, was going to be one of those teams in which the whole was greater than the sum of their parts, and when you wind up bringing in a ball-dominant guy like Marcus Carr, that's not necessarily the world's greatest thing for that. That turned out to be very, very correct. Now, we did wind up seeing an interesting ordeal last season with St. Peter's, and if you heard my Metro Atlantic conference preview a few days ago, you know that St. Peter's, they really picked up steam towards the back half of the season, and this does wind up happening with some of these teams as well. Like, take for instance what we wind up getting out of Kansas last season with one of their big transfers that wanted coming into the program late in Remy Martin. Took him a little while to be able to get the system down. He was in the doghouse, really, of Bill Self towards the exhibition part of the season, the non-conference slate, wound up being a little bit banged up, was able to find his footing late, but some of these teams that are in one-bid leagues, they really don't have that time to be able to figure it out. Kansas is a bunch of which they've got the talent to be able to. Now, sometimes you just wind up getting bad fits. Once again, we wind up going back to Marcus Carr over there at Texas, but you'll just notice that these teams that they wind up having these guys come in late, and that extends to these guys that have reclassified as well. You take a look at someone like a Christian Land over there at Indiana in recent years. It did wind up working out last season for one of the two Memphis guys as wind up having Amani Bates be a little bit of a busseroonie. He's now at Eastern Michigan. That's a ordeal that we're talking about quite a bit on this podcast right now. Jalen Duran, no question it wound up being able to work out for him, but it's a big reason why I do wind up diving into these topics because you also notice that the commonality with the guys that winds up typically working out for more of the forwards, guys that they don't need to have the ball in their hands as much. Meanwhile, these guys that they're trying to run the offense, a point guard coming in late, not having chemistry with their teammates, that is not typically a great ordeal. And I do think that it is just so important to take a look at because not all these situations are built equally. When you wind up having a forward come into the fold a little bit late, you would like them to have a little bit more chemistry, but typically not an end-all be-all. When you do wind up having a lot of these guards, typically it winds up being a little bit of bad news bears there. And I think that these are always things that you want to take a look at because they're not necessarily going to show up on a spreadsheet as much. You wind up seeing the points per game from the previous stop, what the guy was able to do at high school, recruiting rankings, what have you. But typically, a lot of these places that they wind up putting out publications, I mean, heck, a lot of the information that I wind up looking up, you can't really see when a guy winds up getting in to a new school, and I do think that it is so important to take note of, which is why I do wind up doing the news and notes of college basketball on this podcast, and I do spend so much time on it. So let's, in the final segment here of Coast to Coast Soups for this edition of the podcast, take a look at the player movement that we've been able to get over the last few days in college basketball and get my thoughts on those, and that is coming up on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Heaps Pierce, and now part of the Beeson Family and Podcast. Why well, I'm talking about it in the last segment, typically you don't want a lot of teams in this fold in terms of the news and notes of college basketball. And we did wind up seeing quite a bit of player movement in the last few days, so let's dissect it and let's dive into it. A lot of guys moving from the D1 level to the non-D1 level. We did wind up seeing Nathaniel Stokes do this. He was playing at Coppin State last season and after some relatively okay play while he was at Bryant while he was at Bryant two seasons ago was able to put up right around three and a half points per contest was able to warn right around 16 and a half minutes per game and compensate only wound up averaging right around a point and a half per contest just was a big giant buster Rooney and you're going to be finding a lot of these guys right now in which they just were unable to find a home in the transfer portal so as a result they're going to be going down to the non-D1 level, and this is very easy for your handicap. All you need to note is that insert player here, in this case, Nathaniel Stokes. He was at the D1 level last season. He's now at the non-D1 level. Cross him off your list of guys that you need to evaluate and move on. David Elliott, he falls into this fold as well. He goes from Loyola Marymount. He's going down to Garden City Community College for Nathaniel Stokes. He's going down to St. Martin's. That is a D2 school, but for Elliott, two points per contest over there at the mound. Just really was unable to find his footing, so he decided that he is going to be going down to the non-D1 level. C.J. Kelly of Florida International wound up putting up right around 1.8 points, 1.7 boards per game. A little bit more was expected out of him. He's going down to the non-D1 level at McLennan College. K.J. Odour, he was playing at Western Carolina last season, six foot nine, 
smallish big man that just wound up redshirting last season. He's going down to College of Southern Idaho, and this is really the time of year in which a lot of these guys, they do wind up going down to the junior college level. It turns out to be really one of their last options. And we've seen a lot of guys go down to the junior college level, resurface, and wind up tearing it up from there. But certainly is a case in which a lot of guys, they want to avoid it if at all possible. Sean Riley, he was last season playing at Northwestern State, a Northwestern State program that has seen a lot of turnover. You wind up seeing a coaching change in the offseason. This has become pretty much Missouri State South at this point. He has decided that he is going to be going down to Northeastern Junior College. So he goes from Northwestern State to Northeastern Junior College, directional school to directional school, Right there, Malachi Caffrey, he was playing last season at Pepperdine for the Waves, and he has decided that he is going to be going down to Green River College. He wound up seeing no playing time whatsoever. This is a guy that is going from a D1 school to a D1 school. That would be Quadri Adams. He goes from St. Bonaventure over to Sacramento State, and when I was at St. Bonaventure, just did not wind up warranting a lot of playing time, but actually began his career at Wake Forest. I think that this is going to work out for Sacramento State, a Sacramento State program that they're probably not going to look to him being necessarily the world's biggest player in the world for them. And Sacramento State, they've got most of their pieces already in place for this upcoming season. It is very clear that they're going to be looking to play great defense, that they're going to be looking to play very slow, much like St. Bonaventure did while he was there as G&I Hunt winds up coming in from Oregon State. This is a Sacramento State team, by the way, that I think is going to be in the top three of the big sky, Hunter Marks. He's a 6'9 combo player that's able to pop three. He's coming in from Hartford, Isaiah Lee. He played on another very slow team in UC Irvine that really values defense. Austin Patterson is a guy that's able to pop three. He's Colin McCray, 7'1 big man. I like what Sacramento State has been able to do this offseason, so I do think that this one is going to work out. You did wind up seeing another transfer wind up going up to a little bit of a bigger school. This one, I think, is a little bit more of a walk-on situation as Darius Bowser. He was playing last season at Charleston Southern, and I mean, he was an okay player at Charleston Southern. He was able to start for them on a chipping in there five points. Was able to give the team three boards, shot about 72% of the free throw line. He is going to be heading to Houston. Once again, one of these cases in which you applaud him for being able to go up a little bit of a level, but that said, he is going to be probably nothing more than a walk-on, if I were to guess, and or they wound up having an open scholarship. They just wanted to bring in a little bit of experience. Jared Garcia, he decided that he is going to go down to Salt Lake Community College, which is actually a relatively solid Juco school as well. You wound up having three and a half points, two and a half boards per game two seasons ago at Charlotte. Shooting about 32% from three is a six foot eight, little bit of a combo player. So we shall see how he winds up doing as he's also going to be joined by Jared Weaver. Weaver was playing at Nevada last season, just couldn't wind up finding a way to be able to get out there on the court, put up one point per contest. Maybe Nevada could have used him because, well, it was not necessarily the world's greatest season for him. And then you wound up seeing Eden Holt decide that he is not going to be going to UW-Milwaukee after all. He was actually a very highly touted Juco player, UW-Milwaukee. They wound up having a coaching change in the offseason. And he wound up playing two seasons ago at UT Martin, was able to put up 10 points, 3.5 assists, seal and a half per contest on 45.5% three-point shooting. I thought that this was actually going to be a very good get for UW-Milwaukee team, which I think that they have finally found their coach. It was very clear that Pat Baldwin Jr. was not necessarily cutting it for this team, so they decided to go down to the D2 level. That's where they found the coach over there at Queens NC, Bart Lundy, to wind up taking over the program, and I do think that Lundy is going to be able to run a little bit more of an exciting blend of basketball. He's had to bring in 
a lot of transfers and not having him out there because I thought that Holt was actually going to be a starter for them. That is going to wind up sinking. And when it comes to one of the other Wisconsin schools, that would be UW-Green Bay. They want losing Emmanuel Asung. He decided that he is going to be going to Vanderbilt. He was able to put up some relatively solid numbers last season at UW-Green Bay. 11 points, 5 rebounds per contest. Guy only shot 25% from three as a six foot four gentleman that is not necessarily built. It's a Vanderbilt school that it's been not necessarily going well for them this offseason as it looked like they were going to be able to have a very nice get in Keontae Kennedy, who was playing at UTEP last season, averaged 14 points, six sports per contest. He decided that he was going to be going to Memphis instead. I think that there was a little bit of an issue of him getting into the school because Vanderbilt is known as actually the Harvard of the South, so that's always a little bit of an issue, so... Vanderbilt, they now pick up Emmanuel Ansung. I think that they're going to be at the bottom of this conference, especially with South Carolina having Gigi Jackson reclassify. So I think it's going to be a long year for a Vanderbilt team that last season, they were very much relying upon the production that they were able to get out of Scotty Pippen Jr., who's now gone pro, and Kyle Colvin. He was a big part of Cal Poly the last two seasons, averaged between 6.7 and 6.8 points per contest. Last two seasons, pulling in three and a half rebounds per game, shooting 34.5% from three as a 6 foot 6 combo player. He is now in the transfer portal as well. Very interesting to see a few guys in Holt and Colvin wind up entering into the transfer portal. We shall see how things wind up going for these gentlemen, and we shall see just how things wind up progressing in general with regards to this college basketball season. I'm doing everything I can to get you guys set for what I hope to be the most profitable college basketball season we ever have as during the offseason here, taking a look at the news and notes of college basketball, and also continuing on with my conference previews as well. We've done, I believe, now 11 conference previews. The Ohio Valley Conference, that is on tap certainly for this week. If I've got time, I'm going to be looking to do the MAC along with the Missouri Valley Conference as well. So we've got those sort of in the hopper as I wind up going from alphabetical order, the low and mid-majors first, and then we wind up getting into the power conferences towards the end of the offseason. And if you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment idea, what I have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to go for this in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters M. Maybe it does not matter, size per usual. Please send these into the timeline, and the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review coming at you guys every single day on this podcast. Like I said, news and notes of college basketball here in the offseason, in-season picks and analysis on every single game, every single day. So I will chat at you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.